Welcome to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch, hosted by Calvary Baptist Church of Statham, Georgia. My name is Matt Dibler, and I have the great privilege of pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. This podcast can be heard every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And now, here is our speaker for today. Well, welcome again to today's Lifting Lesson at Lunch. It's such a privilege to join you, but it's also a privilege to have a Bible and to study the Word of God together. The Lifting Lessons at Lunch was birthed out of the tragedy and the pandemic of coronavirus and trying just to stay connected with our folks at the church when we couldn't assemble together. And boy, it's, it's just proven to be a blessing. It seems to be a bright spot right in the middle of our folks' day and get the word out that we're here. We're all studying. It's good to have Landon and Lendl and uh, Brother Tommy and Brother John David helping us with these each and every day of the week and each one doing a different study. And that's kind of given an old... Uh, a well-rounded approach to the scriptures and different perspectives and even different um, avenues and perspectives of worship. So it's wonderful. It's a, just great, great opportunity. It's a privilege to be here with you. I began last week uh, on my study in my series for the next 10 weeks. It was going to be on the Ten Commandments. And right now, last week, we talked about no other gods before us. And then Continuing on that thought, but going into the second commandment, we find it in Exodus and chapter number 20, of course, and we're looking at verse number four. The Bible says, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them for the Lord thy God it am for I the Lord thy God am a jealous God visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me if you're not careful when we read about this second commandment of not making graven images unto ourselves to worship or bow down and serve you might think I don't have an idol on the on a, on the mantle at home I don't have it on my dresser I don't have anything that I specifically designate as an idol graven uh, carved out uh, for the purpose of worshiping that item and you might turn yourself off thinking you're okay but what people don't realize is it's not the emphasis on a carved image as much as it is the direction of your worship it says here and I want to read it again and point out some things as I read through thou shalt not and it says make unto thee any graven image. Now it is absolutely plain as can be that you're not supposed to carve out a little uh, God. Um, you know, unfortunately there are some people that are really steeped in religions where they have idols like Buddha and, and these things. And I'm not here to pick on them, but the Bible's very plain on these things. You don't do that. But what we don't realize is we may not have a carved image and we might think that this doesn't apply to us, but it says making unto you a graven image. And then it says of any likeness, but like where it says here, if you carve out like a, an eagle, a bird or whatever, and you're worshiping that uh, or the earth or the water or the fish or anything like that, you don't carve out those things. That's very plain. I mean, and that's pretty easy to say, well, I don't do that. So I'm not worried about it. But let's read the wording again. It says, thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. So my question to you is, what are you carving out? 
What are you carving out? And you say, I don't have a wooden idol. I don't have a marble idol, a stone that's been etched out that I would bow down and worship and pray to. And so I'm, I'm doing great. Well, I want to submit to you that if you are putting anything in front of the Lord, you are carving out mentally and emotionally something you're bowing down to. And that's just as wrong as a physical item that you have carved out with a carving knife or a blade or a saw or whatever it may be. Um, if you're using those, if you're having something in your life that you are putting in precedent or priority before your worship of God, that's, that's your idol. I, I think sports is what we ought to bring in here because it's kind of something we can pretty much all relate to. It's fine to have sports figures you like. It's fine to have sports that you enjoy. But when those things become in priority over your worshiping God, you're carving out an image mentally and in your heart. And God says you shouldn't do that. And you're not, I'm telling you, not only shouldn't you do it, I'm commanding you not to do it. And that's again, that's something we have to emphasize in our study of the word of God and especially of the 10 commandments that we don't, um, we, we realize that he's not suggesting these things. He's commanding us not to do these things. I get so alarmed when I watch um, people with their children and getting them involved in sports. It seems as though through the years, the main sports days have become Wednesday and Sunday. Uh, it used to be other days because they would respect the house of worship and they would expect the time, respect the times of worship. Now it's almost like those things don't matter. Matter of fact, let's let's purposely put them on those days. I drive by some many times I used to drive uh, every time by the rec center as I would come to church and the busiest days where the parking lot was jammed full was Sunday and Wednesday and I'm thinking these surely there's people out here that are supposed to be saved and going you know to heaven and are members of a church somewhere and you might be thinking are you so uh, narrow-minded that you don't think kids ought to have fun I didn't say that I mean, you've got seven days. Why can't five other days be the days that you teach your children to go and have fun and, and, and keep those days as a time of worship? And uh, you say, well, did you do that with your kids? Absolutely did. Our children were taught uh, that if they were going to play sports, they could not play them on the times of church service on Wednesday and Sunday. You say, well, that's just ridiculous. It may be to you, but I felt like I was being obedient uh, to the Lord in our way of raising our children um, and and then too even if they if they joined like a ball team and they had some kind of tournament that went through Wednesday night or uh, I'll tell you how how strict we were if we had revival meeting and they had ball games um, we tried to make sure that they were at, at our church for the they, they were at church instead of their ball game you say, well, that's ridiculous. Maybe to you, but I will tell you this. They're now 34 and 31 years old. And guess where they are on Sunday? Guess where they are on Wednesday? Why? Because we instilled in them, the Holy Spirit helped, used us to instill in them. Uh, he instilled it in them, the priority of worship. We didn't let things become a God to them. Uh, I mean, I, I can tell you over and over again, people come to us and they talk to us about how they can't control their children and they can't get their kids interested in church and they want to blame the church. Well, you don't have music that they like. Well, I'm not trying to get music that I like. I'm trying to get music that God likes. Okay. Um, and they say, well, we can't get our kids in church. And yet you'll see how they're 
advertising to other people that they're at the ball game on Sunday. I'm sorry, I can't minister to them if they're not here. You know, when you're teaching those kids that they're that they're this is more important than God. It's more important than worship, and we need to appeal to our flesh and we need to appeal to the things that we enjoy doing. When we come down to this verse, you might not be putting up a wooden idol on a mantle. You may not be burning incense to a little idol, and you may not be involved in physical idol worship. But if you're putting things in front of you, your children, your family, before God, you are actually establishing in your life an image. And you're carving out that image in front of your children, and it's no wonder we're losing our children. See, we want to blame the church. Well, you need to have more programs. I don't agree with that. I, I think programs are fine, but we're not in the entertainment business. We're not in the we're not in the babysitting business. What we're in the business is preaching Christ and Him crucified, and that He's He's to be the priority in our life. And I'm I'm sorry if Jesus can't get them to church, then we're not going to be able to get them there either. And if we do, we're not getting there there for the right reason. Our priority needs to be the worship of God and Him alone. And now, if programs point to that, that's great. If uh, if it works out for them uh, to to be able to do other things and work around that, that's fine. But we need to quit trying to cater to everybody. We need to be catering to God, and that's what we're doing. We're trying to get entertainment brought into our churches. We're trying to entice people to come through different means, and they're not coming for the right reason. So therefore, when they're not coming for the right reason, they're not being taught the right things because their mind is not on the worship. Their not mind isn't on the Word of God. Their mind is on self-pleasure and, and indulging in things that they want to feel good and, and stuff about. That's not what worship is all about. Worship is about worshiping God himself and making sure we don't put anything between ourselves and him. And so when this Bible verse talks about thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, it absolutely means we should not have idols, wooden, stone, marble, whatever. We are not to have that. And it's easy to see that. But what we're not seeing is the whole purpose of this commandment is to make sure we have nothing between our soul and our Savior, especially in the area of worship. We don't bow down to sports activities. We don't bow down to um, uh, just the things that would hinder us. Some people actually make their job uh, their idol. There, there are some people that make their families their idol. Now, let me say this. Your family is your first ministry, and you need to make sure you pay proper attention. But if your family ministry is only um, uh, where, where it's keeping you out of church, then you've got your priorities messed up. Because you've got plenty of time to have family time. And let me tell you this. Let me go ahead and go on record by saying this. The best family time is in the house of God. Um, your kids need to see you worshiping. You need to watch your kids worshiping. And that, that's the best family time you can have. Now, I'm not saying it all has to be in church and sitting in a service, holding a songbook, holding a Bible. I'm not saying that. You should have great quality family time outside of church as well. But when your family becomes uh, the priority instead of Christ, you're making an image once again, and you're putting a message into your children that God's just not all that important. Um, I, I just get so alarmed with it uh, because I see it on every hand, and people can call us old-fashioned if they want to, but the fact of the matter is proof's in the pudding, and uh, we're seeing it. We're losing our children. We're losing our children to sports 
and activities and pleasures of this world that are not going to help them in eternity. And we need to make sure that we show them that God's the priority. Sunday is the day we go to worship. Wednesday, Wednesday night is the time we go to worship and learn more about Jesus Christ. And that ought to be exciting. It shouldn't be boring. It shouldn't be optional. Uh, and I mean, I'll put it this way. If you continue to make worship and church optional, it's going to be obsolete for your kids. They're not going to even see the need of even going. And then that, that puts you in the position of being responsible for not only your kids being out, but their kids being out because you have led them to that. And you say, well, that's pretty pointed. Well, somebody needs to say it. We just need to quit tiptoeing around it and just tell it because the Bible was very plain when he said, you're not supposed to do that. I'm telling you not to make graven images. And if we're not careful, we dismiss that as just being the little wooden idol up on the mantle. And most of you, I would think, probably none of you have that issue. The problem we have is making idols in our hearts. So my question to you is what are you craving or what are you carving out? What are you carving out in your life before your children, before your family? What, you know, a lot of you may have lost family members or friends at work or employees that you work with and all that. Um, as you carve out your priorities, you're carving out your images before them and telling them subliminally what's more important to you than God. May that be a challenge to us to realize, first of all, we ought to do it for God. We ought to do it because he's worthy of our worship. He alone, he's the only one worthy of our worship. Secondly, we ought to be careful because of our testimony, what we're telling people all around us that are lost, what's more important to us than God. And the answer to that should be nothing. Nothing is more important than God himself in our life. And we will only worship and bow down to him. Father, thank you for the lesson today and the reminder of the priority you are to have in our life. And God, forgive me for the times in my life that I have lost focus and not prioritized you in my worship of every day. Now, Lord, I pray that you'll help this message to be received in the attempt and the compassion that it is being presented, even though it's very pointed and very firm. But your commandment is very firm, God. It's not... It's not a light suggestion. It's a command from you that we are not to have any graven images before you. Help us not to worship or bow down to anybody or anything else. We ask you these things in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day.